And we are back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. Covering down on some major ground across the beautiful state of Alabama. I'm talking about way down south of Birmingham, up north of Huntsville, Tuscaloosa, back to Gadsden, parts of Georgia, Tennessee, Mississippi. <laughs> thrown in just for good measure. Uh, well, hey, listen, this is that. All right, it's that time of the week. I look forward to this. Like, you have no idea how much I look forward to this. So my favorite segment now has become this one. And we just call it Boomer and McQueen. So, yeah, Boomer, like me, he married up. And uh, the lovely McQueen yes. is here in studio with us. You better agree. Uh, but but we do a, a thing every week now where these two, who, by the way, host the newest addition to the Right Side Multiverse, which is the Right Life podcast. Uh, you guys uh, put out, like, up, I guess, two uh, two every Wednesday, right? Yeah, two a week. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, what are we up to now? A dozen of them are out now? Boomer? Yeah, about 13. Uh, we had a... We had a weird one. We have thirteen out right now. Oh, you can't leave it at thirteen, dude. I know. I got it. We got to. Oh, I jump think that's up. A, to me. That's like a lucky number. That's like, like her it. favorite number. <laughs> yeah, because everyone else does not like it. So I'm like, we're gonna make that awesome. All right. So without further ado, Boomer and McQueen. <laughs> Let's do it. And also, you could be an auctioneer from your little the way you can intro. Oh, thank you very much. All of it, Alabama to Tennessee. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, just, just all of it. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know the deal, you guys. I ping you with questions. At some point, you're allowed to ping me with questions, but. Um, Here's my first question right out the gate. For those who don't know, you are both college athletes, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yes, Boomer, baseball, you gymnastics. Yep. Um, you're both college athletes. Looking at today's environment, if you were told, if you were told that you had to compete with or share locker rooms with or be on the team with transgenders, uh, and if you didn't, you'd lose your scholarship. I mean, how would you respond to that right now? And by the way, I saw a story on this, which I'll tell you about after I hear y'all's thoughts uh, that just came out this morning. But um, uh, who's for? I'll tell you what. I'll go to you first. You got me first. All right. All right, gymnastics lady. Oh boy. Um, let's see. I guess my first reaction. I mean, it's hard to know exactly what I would do if I was without being in the situation. But from this perspective, mm-hmm. I think I would still, you know, I would still continue on and compete and stay you know with with the team I think if it was like only a specific school doing it I would very much like you know stand my ground and be like all right I'm not interested here that I'm going elsewhere but if it was like a universal you know countrywide NCAA decision because I think I could use my platform as an athlete as a collegiate athlete for good and to share the truth not my truth but share the truth and like what's what's right more so than just stepping away Okay, so let me ask you this though. But uh, what's her name? Uh, Riley Gaines, I think she's the swimmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she lost any number of medals to the transgender a guy who was mm-hmm. swimming in, in a girls' competition. What what if what if you were in your competition, you were actually being sort of put in second, third place, or or bumped out altogether of the of the standings? Yeah. Because of uh, a transgender who had that. Had, Gosh, yeah, it's just it's so hard. Like without being in that situation, if it was like if that's what was everywhere, you know, and it was not even like women gymnastics anymore that I mean I think that it's not women's gymnastics anymore but I also feel like you know we were all created I mean I say this like I feel like a couple I mean all the time that we were created in the image of God and he didn't just create us to be you know a blob and decide how we identify he created us in you know his image perfectly and also I think put 
put purpose in us and each of us have like have a mission in it. Like for me at that time in my life, that was my mission field. Like being yeah. in the gym, that was my mission field. I'm going to use that platform for, to, to share, to share the truth and, and let people know where I stand and also love people. But even, again, I know it's, it's hard without being in that situation. Even, okay. But you, you, you can imagine the discomfort. What about like having to share the locker room? Because the, the female swimmers on that team said that it, it got, it got very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. And I mean, I think that the way, the way that we would hang out in the locker room and spend time in there and just like hang out, it, it would not be like that. It'd be a very uncomfortable situation. And I think gymnastics is a little bit of a different, or I have like a little different perspective just because, you know, a male coming over into a, a female, like a female dominant sport. I mean, there's men's gymnastics as well, but I, I don't see it being as, you know, as frequent as maybe other sports, but it's just crazy to even think that this is going on and because it, it is, it's, it's going on and we're probably going to see it, you know, before too long. And it's crazy to wrap your brain around. Boomer, what do you think? Okay, so I will I will say this Um, in the baseball realm. I think we talked about this earlier, Um, not today, but um, maybe last week. You're not going to see many females, many come over to the male sports, especially the ones that are physical, because it didn't end so well for some of them that were in the (laughs) hockey 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 match or you know some of the football things. So. I it, if I was there now, like uh like Court was saying, like McQueen was just saying, I I would actually enter the transfer portal unless it was <laughs> unanimous. <laughs> but um, but if you didn't know this, Phil, that I um <laughs> I actually hurt myself while I was in sports. Sure. And then I, I went in. Some people are going to make fun of me, and we're going to get text messages. And it's, it's okay. okay. I made fun of him for a long time, too. <laughs> I actually was a cheerleader after that for a I while. Just, I get it, man. And if a dude came over to cheer and said, hey, man, how about you throw me up? I'm I'm going to be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes me want to throw up. How about that? Yeah, exactly. Um, I, went, you know, I, I enjoyed the cheerleading thing because I got to hang out with pretty girls all day, not pretty girl guys. It's, it's, it's kind of hard to argue with having the best looking girl in school sitting on your shoulders, right? Yeah. But um, I know I totally get it. Uh, um, but so, all right, let me, let me flip the script a little bit. You, you are both parents. How about at the age in which your kids are still, you know, dependent upon you to make those big decisions, uh, you find out that at high school, your little girl, who's still a little, little, little bitty girl right now, but say she gets to high school and there's a dude in her locker room who claims to be a girl. Where, where do you stand on that one? He's, he just said it all right there. Yeah, Boomer's rolling his <laughs> sleeves up right now. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not okay. Not, not okay o- with it. Not okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. I mean, I just read an article and maybe the same one you just read, uh, Phil. The school in Vermont? Y- the Christian school in Vermont? Yeah. Yep. It just forfeited a playoff game because there was a transgender on the other side, and it wasn't fair because it was a basketball game. Girls basketball. Girls yeah. basketball. Wow. Yeah. And, I mean, and I but think like, way to stand your ground. Like, that's what it's about. And that's the question is, so would you sacrifice your own scholarship? Were you on scholarship? Mm-hmm. You were. Yes, sir. Um, did you call me sir? Okay. Anyway, but you you sacrifice <laughs> you sacrifice your own scholarship, would you? And 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 I mean that's how your education is getting paid for. Yeah. Um, that, that's a hard decision for even a I mean just a young person to make. Yeah, I mean that is it's because, a, it's an unfortunate thing to put on someone's shoulders, you know, at that at that age. And I really like without being in that situation, like I don't know, and it would just depend on so many circumstances surrounding it. But well, you know where you stand as a parent if it were happening to your child. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah, okay. I mean, why don't they just create a new league? 
Well, you know, good luck with that. Um, but, and they're and they're you know what the 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 argument is they shouldn't have to create a new league because they are a female or they are a male. They exactly. play in their normal exactly. sport, and, and and but yet they bring with them. It doesn't matter how many. I've got one article we might get into later in the show. I've, it doesn't matter how many um, uh, hormone treatments they go through. Uh, they never lose the muscular or skeletal makeup that they were born mm-hmm. with. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I absolutely agree with that. And I think they're just starting to still just kind of push it ever, ever so often, ever so little in these schools and see how much people are going to get a reaction. And oh, guess what? They're going to do it again in a few more months and then again in a few more months. And it's everybody's going to start being the uh, frogs in a pot. Well, it's, yes, say, it's, it's just like we're, they're brainwashing exactly us slowly. So we're not even aware of what what we, we're seeing and what's coming in front of I us have, every single day. I have a couple cousins that are in school that are said, oh, it's that transgender thing again. Oh, it, oh, it's the school is trying to push something on me. Oh, it's just that. I mean, there's no big deal. Ain't no, ain't big, no deal. big deal. Yeah, nothing mm-hmm. to see here. And it's sad. We're so used mm-hmm. to it. No, yeah. It's not. It well, is don't a get big used deal. To it. That's what I was talking about yesterday in my monologue was don't shrug your shoulders. Exactly. Yeah. Don't just shrug your shoulders and go, yeah, you know, what and do you do? parents should stand up for it and go question everything that's in these schools. So what do you guys say to, as long as we're continuing on this conversation, we may only have one question for the day here. <laughs> as long, what do you guys, you guys being former athletes who, who recognize you didn't have to get put in that position, but what do you say to the current athlete who feels like their own rights are being violated? What do you say to them? Uh, I mean, I just think the most important thing is just to be, to be truthful and you like, you know, athletes, especially they're on such a platform where like people listen to them and they have a voice. And I think it's just so important to be able to use it. Um, gosh, but it's also so important to stick, to stay true to what you, you know, what that, you believe in. And if it's something that you're like, you, you don't believe in, you're not okay with, I mean, standing up and saying, I'm not okay with that. I'm going to back out. Um, I just think, but using, when you have a platform to use for good, mm-hmm. do it. And if, and if that's not going to be impactful, then I think that's kind of when you know that it's not the right thing to do. You know, and the hard part's going to be too for coaches who have yes. that stance. Like yeah. y- you guys have a coach in your family, um, and, and I won't bring up who, but you have a coach in the family who uh, could very well wind up being put in that position mm-hmm. at some point in the future. Yeah. And then that coach has all the other players yep. or team members to think about. And, and that coach then, if that coach has a differing view or philosophy or, or you know, a religious belief, um, don't they have a right to that too? And, and, and so the question becomes, how do they protect everybody else on the team and yet still have to accommodate this thing they're told they have to accommodate? Mm. And I think the question becomes, so how many people are going to lose their jobs or quit their jobs because yeah. of that? Yeah, right. it's so tough. It really, it really is. And it's, it's just really unfortunate that it's, that that's what it comes down to, that you have to either just kind of just be quiet and everything's okay. Or yeah. if Can't you have quiet. a, yeah. It's tough. Can't be quiet, and you gotta just you have to stand firm on what you believe in. And guess what, guys? There are people out there that uh, that believe the same thing you mm-hmm. do. Yeah, and you're gonna and empower you're other people to do the same thing. Okay, I, I think too. I think the reality is this is where what Charlene says all the time comes into play. That there's more of us than there are of them. Yes, people are losing sight of the fact that the squeaky wheel does not mean that they are in the majority. Mm-hmm. They may be maybe shouting a lot right now, but the truth of the matter is. The conservative traditional values that you and I are talking about, the, the faith-based decisions that we make uh, that say we don't want our child to have to share a locker room with someone of the opposite sex, mm-hmm. uh, or that you know we, we would even consider losing our scholarship if we were still athletes, uh, that those things, those matter, and there's more people who believe the way I just said and y'all just said mm-hmm. 
than there are of those who are screaming for a change. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. That was a whole segment, dude. That, that was. <laughs> I think that's so true. I mean, it's just exactly what you said. I think it imp- and the more that we can do it, it empowers other people to do the same that are scared to speak up. So yeah. I just think, yes, yeah, staying true to what you believe in is so uh, crucial. I feel a podcast coming for you guys. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, all right, we just got some motivation or, yeah, Let's take inspiration it to a break. for this week. Let's take it to a break, dude. We'll do the break right now. We'll come right back. I'm with Boomer and McQueen. I love getting their perspective. Um, all right, you guys, everybody stay tuned. We will be right back. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid conservative and just plain right, making it cool to be a conservative. Well, two cool conservatives are in the studio with me right now, Boomer and McQueen. So Boomer runs the board every single day, but his better three quarters is McQueen, and the two of them also have a, uh, a podcast that comes out every week now. Uh, you can get it. It's called The Right Life Podcast. Anywhere podcasts may be found, you will find The Right Life Podcast with Boomer and McQueen. I encourage you to check it out. Uh, it is not only just fun to listen to, it's also uh, pretty educational. So uh, anyway, um, let's let's jump into the next question, uh, Boomer and McQueen. Let's do let's it. Do it. Uh, so I'm going to Boomer first on this one. So here's the deal. We've talked about school choice. The three of us have talked about it before. Um, we, we all, I think, are of a bent that we, we believe that school choice is necessary. Here's my question for you. All right. You guys being parents now, one, one of your youngins is now in school, so... With school choice being the hot topic, though, what is the fine line between parental rights in education and the school system being allowed to set the curriculum that they're going to use? What's the fine line there? Hmm. All right. So I would say um, math, English, uh, you know, all the cool subjects (laughs) like that that I was so good at (laughs) in school. Hey, you know, you're, you're good. Uh, good with it. But when it comes down to anything you're teaching my kid about their body or figuring out sexual things or anything like that, I need to know about it. And I need to figure out exactly what you're teaching them in anatomy and biology. All right. So, all right. So mm. I, I remember having, well, I'll tell you what, I'll turn to you first and then I'll talk. What, mm-hmm. what your thoughts? Great. What's the, what's the gray area? Yeah. What's the fine line? Well, I feel like it used to be a very fine line. I feel like it's got a lot broader than it, than it used yeah. to be. I mean, I think just to put it in perspective, I can remember being in like fifth, sixth grade and was a was a good student and had difficulty in science for a couple of years because I refused to put that the earth was billions of years old during the dinosaur, you know, during those units. Okay. Look how far we have fallen from that. I mean, that was the issue 25 years ago that mm. dinosaurs and the earth is not billions of years old. I mean, not dinosaurs, but the earth is billions of years old. Right. And now what's being taught in school. So like, I feel like it used to be, you know, my parents were like, yep, when you're at school, you are under the authority of school and the principal and the teachers, they make the calls. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like that now. So that line is so has gone is so on the opposite end of the, I don't even know what chart at this point. Um, And I don't quite know, like even where, I mean, you know, we've talked about this many times that this is why we moved, but it's still not even guaranteed that in a Christian school where it's, you know, where it's biblically, biblically based and someone that loves Jesus, that's 
in incorporating and teaching all this, you know, you still can't guarantee what's what's being taught or that you're going to be okay with it as a parent. So I, 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 I don't think, even know what quite the right answer is. I, I think I think the, the the reality is there's been a blurring of the lines, I mean, a watering down of the standards of mm -hmm. what a teacher, some teachers, some some right, yeah, think, not all for think sure. that they're allowed to get away with, mm -hmm. and they believe that they're there not just for the um, the the elementary aspects of education. Uh, you know, read and write and arithmetic, things that are supposed to be immutable and unchangeable. Um, they're, they're, they now believe they're there for the social mm -hmm. development of your child, which, by the way, school is a social process. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Um, uh, unless you're, you know, educating your child uh, at home by themselves with no other interaction, school is, generally speaking, a great place for kids to learn social skills. But, but it's different when they teach, the, the teachers decide to teach a value that is not matching the child, uh, yeah. the child's home. Right. Or uh, teaching things that go completely against what the Bible tells us. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I will say during the uh, the COVID era is when a lot of these parents started really realizing what's yeah. being taught to mm -hmm. their kids, and that's when we've we started having not started having all these issues. But yeah, that's when they started realizing. Oh my word, we need to figure this out. It used to, it used to be the there were there were certain folks that might have glommed onto like common core or they might have mm -hmm. gotten hold of something that was shouldn't be in this school or that's and and luckily it's somewhere in another state now you're right parents yes. begin to wake up to things that were happening everywhere to include right here in conservative alabama right mm -hmm. absolutely well and i was just reading an article i think just today and it was out of um it was out of washington so it was but it was just you know schools there were like it's whatever the students say you know they identify as like that's all privileged information to that teacher that they do oh. not need to share with the parent like the kid can choose who it is shared with so it doesn't have to be shared with the parent and this applies through from k through fifth grade so here yeah. you could have a our kid a five-year-old choose today he's a dog i mean he's literally a dog today <laughs> yeah. he's dr seuss he's yeah yeah it was his way of getting to wear his dog costume i mean so if he said that that's how i identify don't tell my parents they're gonna honor that because of that legislation oh and what's allowed. Say no, when it involves anything like that, they, that's when they need to involve the parents. So, oh, man. Absolutely. So a difference between the, the structural aspects of real learning and the idea of putting an agenda into the learning. Right. There should be no agenda to it. It should be the X's and O's of math or you know science or anything of that. Nothing else that they want to add in to... Uh, mold our children yeah. well and and certainly not keeping secrets from the parents like right you just yeah said, it should which be to me flies in the face of common sense yes and yes. decency for that matter decency mm -hmm. yeah and i and i get it somebody well some, some of these children don't have a good home life yeah that's the that's the minority that's mm -hmm. the and that's also not your excuse yep um all right Ooh. Wow, we didn't even, uh, man, we just we didn't even get to anything else. Uh, oh, can I ask you one thing? With, well, with you about, have like 20 seconds. Mm. What you got? <laughs> I'll save it. What? <laughs> really? You just going to? Yeah, because I don't have time. Hold, <laughs> she's holding it back. Yeah, she's like, nah, I'm gonna... Now I'm just so curious what she was going to ask me. <laughs> you just uh, told thousands, me that when the music plays, we're done. Thousands <laughs> of right side ruffians are out there going, what was she what going was to she ask? What was she going to say? <laughs> we don't no know. I'll save it for next week. All right. I love you guys, both of you. Boomer and McQueen. And you. you can also catch them on the Right Life podcast, anywhere podcasts may be found. Look them up, the Right Life. All right, folks, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, coming right back for hour number two and the second part of the Dippers. We'll be right back. <laughs>